0: hello and welcome to my first I guess podcast um I used to I mean I've always wanted to do a podcast but I think for the longest time I kind of um held myself back just because I cared a little bit I mean I will admit it I did care not necessarily what people thought but a little bit in a way of um hmm, I don't know why but I think I would think a lot about, like, people from my past and wondering if they'll listen in and be like, what the fuck is she saying? But I feel like I've reached a point where I don't really care necessarily just because, um, you kind of get into a point in your life and you start realizing that no one's opinions of you really matter unless you let them. So, um, with that, I've decided to do this, finally. Um, I don't know why I'm breathing so hard. Uh, anyways, um... So I guess the first topic I wanted to talk about, um, I don't know if I should, I don't think I want to introduce myself really. Um, mm, yeah, I'll just say they call me B and I live in LA right now. Um, I moved over here in January and it was like one of the biggest risks I've ever taken. Not huge, but kind of. Um, and I'm glad I did it and I feel like I want to share my experiences with, um, whoever is listening, whether it's someone I know or someone I don't know, I feel like uh, a lot of people kind of benefit from the things I kind of have to say just because I've gone through a lot and a lot of the times I get people who tell me that, you know, I have like the greatest, like, how do I say this? Um... kind of tell me that you know I am so lucky and you know although like luck is something that I I mean it could be luck but at the same time it, it is a lot of hard work to get to where I'm at but um it wasn't easy and I've gone through things that were difficult in my life and I feel like you know, I I'm not afraid to talk about those things, and I think it's important to bring those up just because I think a lot of people, I don't know why I'm not breathing while I'm doing this. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Um, Anyways, I think it's because I feel like my roommates are here listening to me, but it doesn't fucking matter. I don't know why. Okay. Um, And then if I breathe, I feel like you can get that, and you probably fucking just heard me breathing. Hold on. Let's all breathe together. And I think that's one thing about this podcast is I want to make sure it's like kind of like a raw podcast, like where it's like not edited. It's all a conversation because I feel like that's like the best way to, you know, listen in. I mean, this morning I had an interview for an internship um, and I'm more than sure I got it. Like you just feel it. But one of the things that I feel like when I do a really good job in an interview is when I don't prepare and it's not like scripted or anything it just comes naturally because it's a conversation so i feel like that's what i want to do but let <sighs> I me mean, you know try to breathe um anyways um so yeah i think that's kind of like the whole point of this and then i also kind of just want to share you know things i've learned i'm barely 23 years old and you know even though i'm 23 i feel like throughout my whole life like my views on things have changed because of the things i've experienced um and i don't want to necessarily stick to just talking about certain um topics but cuz i feel like there's just so much to talk about so it's kind of going to be like an advice like lifestyle i don't know sharing my experiences laughing alone in my room cuz i pretty much like This summer, I'm taking the summer to just, like, relax and enjoy, like, being in LA and, you know, learning to be on my own. Learning, you know, to just not stress as much because I feel like my whole freaking college career, I've stressed, like, from the moment I entered that, you know, door. And, um, you know, it's good to just find a hobby, (laughs) especially right now because, um... don't know we'll get into it but anyways um today i wanted to talk about you know what got me here and that's mainly um taking risk and not listening to others Uh, uh, well is this hold on oh my computer just like i don't really want to edit anything oh it's still recording okay sorry my computer kind of like shut down not shut down what the um like slept for a little bit let me super fast get on here and change this uh screensaver thing hold on uh, okay 5 minutes and we get okay 30 minutes and okay so back to what I was saying uh i wanted to talk about today uh the importance of taking risks and not listening to others like the opinions of others and without like, I don't have anything in front of me right now. I'm just trying to think about times where, you know, that played a big role in my life. And it pretty much did because I feel like that's why, like I said, I'm here. Um, so I remember hmm, trying to think of the first time I knew, like, I kind of wanted to get out, you know? And I think, I honestly think it was like middle school, honestly, elementary school. Like I always knew, like I want to go to school outside of the state I want to do the biggest thing and to me I learned uh I don't even know where I saw it but I was like I heard that Harvard was like you know the biggest you know accomplishment not biggest accomplishment someone could make but in my head it was because it was school and it was important to me and um you know that's freaking you know like a big accomplishment to get into even get into that school so I remember um, I'm trying to think. he it was like fifth grade when I was just like, that's the school I want to go to. And I know my principal at that elementary school um, that I was at, she had gone there. And I remember being, you know, that age. And I think I had seen her. Not I think, I know. And this is one thing that kind of like always stays in my head, you know. And it sucks. And I'm not going to call this person out because... You know, not like that, but, um, they, she basically, I had gone up to her and I was like, Hey, like, um, I wanted to get a, not, I don't think I asked her for advice, but I kind of told her, like, I really want to go get into Harvard like you, because I like looked up to her and stuff like that. Even though she was like a, I don't want to say the B word, but she's kind of a meanie like when we were at school, but anyways, so She was really strict and just kind of sometimes, I don't know, like very opinionated and she kind of was just like, yeah, maybe you should stick to something that's, you know, more realistic for you. And I don't remember how old I was, like pretty young, you know, and that made a huge impact I think on me and how I felt about, you know, taking a big risk and doing like something like that so I feel like I'm not saying she's the reason why I didn't do it but I'm saying that like things like that stay with you and because I was still growing up and learning how to you know because I feel like um I was still growing my self-esteem and like learning how to you know just I don't know I was a kid And that was something I really, like, wanted. So I cared, you know, I cared what people's opinions were. And at that time, honestly, looking back, like, growing up, all the way to pretty much, like, even a little bit of college, I really cared a lot about what people, like, thought about whether they thought about what I was doing or even, like, what they thought when I asked them for advice, you know, I think... If I, want, uh, I was always an overthinker always and i don't know if that was anxiety or what it was but i always overthought everything and i think it's because like i grew up like being so like i wanted to be perfect i wanted a perfect life because i was like i only live once and i want to make sure that it's like perfect you know in every aspect so it was like i was constantly like okay what's the decision i need to make to make sure that i'm going in the right direction and I was like, okay, let me ask this person, then this person, then this person, my mom, my sister, my friends, my teachers, my, you know, anyone. And it was just so much that when you get all these opinions of what they think and stuff like that, you're just like, I don't even know what to do because at the end of the day, you're getting even more confused and you can't even f- figure out what you actually want. And that's something that I learned now not to do is, when I don't know what decision to make, I know that there's only a handful of people or just myself that I want to ask myself, okay, what do I want? You know, what do I think about this? And now I try not to ask people that I don't trust because I feel like we, t- I don't know, going throughout like high school or college, like I found that there was a few people that, yeah, sure. They might've been friends, but Sometimes you kind of like get the opinions like of what you know they feel about what they feel about themselves that makes sense sorry that didn't really make sense um um, about what they think about themselves that's like the advice that they would give you or like say you want to do something big or like something that's just like wow like um I don't know if I can do this but don't think they can do it either so of course they're gonna be like well maybe like you shouldn't do that you know so I think that like that's something that I came to learn is like a lot of the times people will give you the advice that they feel about themselves so like for example when I was coming to when I wanted to apply for this program to come to LA this program wasn't intended for somebody from my school which was like I'm a business major and yeah like although it's open for everybody it's mainly for people who are really interested in working in the entertainment industry and who like have a little bit of experience with that and knowledge about that I had no freaking clue about anything in movies all I knew was like I love watching them but I didn't really know production companies i knew like what nbc universal um, warner brothers like the big ones but i didn't know like what a boutique agency was what honestly i barely found out like last month what like the difference between a talent manager and a talent um agent is i think <laughs> anyways like i didn't know the steps you gotta take to become one like the assistant role and like I didn't know anything and you know when I thought of coming out here I mean it was a choice between New York and uh, LA. New York was a little bit more business like side which would fit me well but there was something that was calling my name about California and I think there was a little bit of fear that I didn't really know what I was doing but at the same time Kind of got a gut feeling that I deserve like not I was to say deserve to be here no I belonged here and even though honestly like there was signs that sometimes I was like no maybe I need to go to New York like I literally got like a scholarship to cover the whole thing on the program except for housing but like the whole program fee to go to New York and I turned it down to come to LA and I still don't regret it because I feel like one I met like the most incredible people every year I had the best experience and I learned so much and even though I'm not doing you know anything right now because I don't really know what I want to do yet which is funny that's another thing we can talk about but it's okay not to know what you want to do yet but I feel like I'm in the right direction if that makes sense so anyways so when I decided I wanted to do one of those two I picked LA I had a few people that were kind of like, how are you going to do it? LA so expensive. Did you know how expensive the gas is? Like this and that. And oh my gosh, like do you even have like the funds for that? Or like, how are you going to pay for everything? Um, what are you going to do out there? Um, things like, even though I had, basically I had two classes to be done with school. I would be doing like, just like half, what? Yeah, like six hours of school and I'd be done by May. But because of, I chose to come to L.A., I pushed that back to classes that had nothing to do with my major. Weren't going to really push me towards my completing my degree. I didn't really feel bad about it because I was already kind of like behind Um, because I'm a fifth year senior and we can get into that a little bit later. But um, it wasn't like it was benefiting me. But it was like one of those things where I was like, you know what, this is like when you take a risk like to start your own business, you think to yourself, okay, do should I invest this much money into an idea that I don't know is going to work out? But it's like if you have that feeling that you have, I don't know, I don't know, it's like this gut feeling that you're like, no, this is going to work out, like this is going to succeed, this is going to be like... I don't know anyways um I felt that and I was like you know what like I'm gonna take this risk to like take these classes do these internships and go out here and something um you know even though like it was gonna push me back in school a little bit I didn't really care like I said yes money was a big concern because it's like okay in the summer then I'm gonna have to pay for those classes to take them And this is something that, um, uh, ended up turning out fine because like, even though I knew, like, I was like, shit, like, I'm going to have to figure out where I'm going to get that money for those classes, you know, to finish those off. It ended up working out because this summer turned out that the class I was going to take, I was going to study abroad after, um, LA got canceled. Um, the program got canceled, but they offered us that class and they offered us kind of like, not, not a scholarship, but kind of like the tuition was going to be waived for that main master since like the program was canceled whatever. I don't have to worry to pay that class. Then the other class that I needed was something, a class that I decided to take in the spring, but just in case I felt it, which I'm not going to lie, I did fail it. Um, and it's okay to admit that you felt things, you know, I've learned to, um, you know accept those things even though it's kind of embarrassing it's like crap like I should could have passed that class but I was say doing a lot of stuff you know so I ended up not doing so well thankfully I didn't have to retake it I'm currently I did an incomplete I'm currently trying to finish that class but I didn't have to pay for anything so it turned out okay but um going back to when I had applied during that time um I was going kind of through like a situation where it affected me a lot in my personal life because, uh, I don't know, like it was like a friendship that I, you know, like really cared about. How do I say this? Basically, I felt like I kind of got heartbroken. <laughs> I laugh about it now because it really did. Like, you know, I don't want to say like I, I don't know if like I should cuss on you or Sometimes I'm like. Uh, I, usually when I talk I do cuss but then I'm like thinking about like what if my employers are listening to this if I don't even like I'm not, I haven't applied to any jobs so it doesn't matter anyways <laughs> um, I was freaking heartbroken right and that really was something that I do want to talk about in another like I guess episode but it really did impact me a lot you know and um, during this time like um I was really distracted you know with that because i really wanted something that wasn't gonna happen and because i was looking in that direction i wasn't looking at what was like the most important thing which was honestly like my career and i'm not saying like don't pursue someone that you really care about but like don't pursue something that (laughs) isn't there you know and i think that's something i wish i could have told myself back then was like hey like look look this way because he doesn't really give a shit about you (laughs) obviously if he's like not you know (laughs) I don't know okay whatever anyways so I finally uh, I knew since like the summer of last year that I wanted to do this program and I got in uh, I can't freaking remember when I got in but um I knew about it and I had time to apply for companies and they were offering us help to apply and, you know, guidance. And we had like program coordinators that were helping us like read our resumes and all that stuff. I didn't, I did everything so last minute. I, oh my gosh, because I was so distracted with a boy, you know? And honestly, I'm going to say a boy, like not even a guy, like the a, a boy, like, um, you know, that it's just like it was just i don't know and i sometimes i i don't lie like i guess towards like december ish like i was like gonna i wanted to slap myself in the face like okay that's when like it's like in spanish they say me pulsa las pilas like i put my batteries in and i was like okay like i gotta i gotta get my shit together because this guy doesn't want anything to do with me why am i gonna hold back my career that i've been working for so hard my whole life for someone that honestly is too scared to even admit feelings or not even anything like he couldn't even have a conversation with me about anything like it was it was just a waste of time and that's when i was like okay gotta figure this out everybody has internships i'm like one of the last ones that didn't have anything and i was just applying um a lot of people applied for like i'm not gonna lie like i know people that apply for like 40 40 internships and stuff and they didn't get like all of them but they got internships but It was like recommended us to apply for like a shit ton of internships and to me i understand that like i get that the entertainment industry is like hard to get into but um uh sorry um it's hard to get into but like to me that's kind of a waste of time like why apply to so many jobs and half-ass a lot of them honestly If Unless you give yourself that time to really put a lot of effort into it. Why apply to so many that you honestly might not even be interested in if, like, you're only going to get, like, a couple interviews? Like, I get it. It's kind of like you're playing the lottery here. But to me, I'd rather apply to, you know, ones I knew I wanted and put in that a lot of effort in and know that I get them. And that's exactly what I did. I applied to, I think, three or four. And out of those, I got two of them. And both of them were paid, which I was pretty proud of myself because a lot of people ended up getting, like, non-paid internships. So, got really lucky there. And they were great internships. I'm glad I did them. Fun. And we can get into those another time. But I learned a lot from that. But, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, don't, you know, Don't prioritize, like, your shit. Think about what you really want. Think about your future. Don't think about... What makes you like happy in the meantime, you know? But again, um, I don't think I'd be where I'm at if I listened to what everyone else was thinking. And um, you know, I ended up staying in California. And even though like um, I don't, <laughs> I don't really have a job right now. I have like sufficient funds that are helping me because I thankfully have scholarships. And, like, I'm going to make it throughout. But, like, I do feel bored. Like, I want to get a job. Um, But, again, like, it's okay to not know what you're doing. And it's okay to take risks. Like, right now, like, even though sometimes I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? I do not know I don't want to be back in Texas. Because I just don't feel like I'd be, you know, close to anything that I want to do. And... I'm trying to, like, learn still, like, a little bit more of what, like, what interests me and what I want to do. Like, I know I'm kind of getting a gist of like, okay, what I want to do, but I'm still kind of le- debating, honestly, if I want to, like, I don't know, potentially work for myself and work from home and just administer my own time and not be told what to do. But then sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to see people and work in the office and stuff but then like I don't want to freaking sit at a desk sometimes like I want to be you know on my feet using like my creativity and like just doing like cool projects and stuff but we'll end up seeing what happens but again like um I guess what I'm trying to say is like if you have like a goal you know of anything like whether it's like even like up to like losing weight or applying for a job that you're like, oh, I don't really have like the talent for that or the skills or the experience, you know, go for it. Like if you want to move to a new city, save a little bit of money, just do it. Like the worst you can do is like come back home, you know? And I think the reason a lot of the things, the most thing that contributes to You know, the reason why I'm here is because of, like, the support I have, you know, and I'm not saying, like, I don't know, I feel like my parents have supported me along my, like, everything I've wanted, you know, and and I'm not talking about, like, financially supported. I'm talking about, like, they believed in me, you know, and even though there was times where, I'm not gonna lie, they were like, wait, what? You want to stay in L.A.? What are you gonna do? Like... It, I don't know it was it was a big you know change for them but they were still like you know what like we got to support her and they do that with all of our like my siblings like my brothers want to be a freaking music producer or something my dad will be there to help them like set up that like room- space in their room to start like working on that buying them like what they need you know to try to do that and you know, if my my brother is kind of interested in doing like tattoo, like t- wanted to do tattoos maybe or something, like you know, he's like investing in that. I'm not saying like my parents like bias everything, but they're supporting us and with our ideas of like what we want to do. And I think that's one thing that you know you have to teach yourself if you don't have that support is you have to learn to believe in yourself because even though it seems like. At times, I did have a lot of that support system and stuff. Sometimes I feel like I don't, and I have to be the only one to pull myself up and be like, no, I can do this, and I don't need anyone else. And I think the best thing that I learned was the importance of, like, being a hard worker and not expecting everything to just be handed to you. Um, I don't know. I think the first step is always to just, like, you know be confident in yourself with whatever you do it's hard I'm not gonna lie i'm still trying to work on that um but i feel like you know you have to trust that you have talents that other people don't have and like people are always going to be better than you in something that's one thing like i learned you know you're not always going to be number one anywhere You can try, but like another thing is your worst enemy. I feel like my worst enemy. I don't know. Maybe some people, I don't know, but I feel like it's myself because I compare myself a lot to people sometimes, or I'll compare myself to, you know, my old self when it comes to, you know, my physical health or things I used to do in the past that I wish I could do now or things I don't do now that I wish I could do. You know, and it's you have to kind of like stop and be like, okay, look at where I'm at now and look, at think about one thing that helps me is either list it out, like physically list it out with a pen and paper of all the things you've done or just say it in your head, say it out loud, you know, look at it in pictures, put it on your wall like accomplishments like I have on Instagram like a fold uh like a yeah kind of like a folder of all the things and I put accomplishments all my accomplishments because I usually when I use my Instagram I don't really post myself a lot I post more of like you know things I do people I see places I've been kind of thing and a lot of the time one time I was like you know what I'm gonna like flag every little post that I've done something in my life you know that has like made me feel like i accomplished something that i've always wanted and let me see i'm gonna look on my instagram um let's see okay this is part two real quick because it cut off and i don't know where it cut off um i was just saying like what i have on my little folder um I was talking about how I ran for class president in high school. I don't know why. Don't ask me. I don't know. Sometimes I want to do things to feel like I'm like the ma- main character in a movie, and I tried. Didn't go well, but it's it's fine. I mean, at that time, I'm not going to lie, I was fucking embarrassed, but I had fun creating the posters. You know, it was a good time, and, you know, it was nice to try at something. Um, what else? You know, when I. I did the science fair remember when I would do the science fair I'd always win like either first place or second place um I think it's because I did it in middle school I was so used to it like in high school nobody gives give a shit about doing science fair and I was like probably the only one so I did a good job um when I went to like London Rome it um I didn't go to Italy no did I go to Italy I did wait Rome is in the mm. (laughs) okay whatever anyway When I got in GT, when, you know, I went to Seattle, when I went to go see Paul McCartney, you know, when I went to go see one of the biggest like moments of my life is when I went to go see Jimmy Fallon. And that's honestly, I guess I could share that story real quick. Um, I feel like I attribute that for the like the reason I'm here, Um, but really quickly, so quick story. Um, it was, let me see what year it was. I think like 2019. So two years ago and like October-ish, um, Jimmy Fallon announced that he was going to go and do a show in Austin and at our our university. And I wasn't, I'm, I am in love with like, you know, Jimmy Fallon watching that show and like, um, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I have to go. Like, I have to be there. And I remember, um... Yeah, I should drink water. Maybe that'll help. Hold on. Um, I remember at the time, they were like, okay, so nobody can... You can't really buy tickets. You're not gonna, like... You know, there's no way that you can get a ticket by, like, just asking for a ticket. Like, they were gonna raffle those tickets off, and, like, that was it. And so... They did a thing where you just put your email and they, you know, raffled them. You get your email whether you got them or not. And if you don't, well, you don't. It sucks. It sucks. You can and they told us that you could wait in line to get like a like a pass like to potentially get a ticket like the day of in case people don't show up. So, I didn't get a ticket. Super sad about it. Um, my friends didn't get a ticket. I think I knew a few friends, but that I didn't really talk to in a long time that got one. When you get a ticket, you I think you got two tickets. So it was like you and another person could go. So I didn't get one. A couple days later, Pat uh, passed and I had this app that like people would post like, you know, because Matthew McConaughey kind of teach. He teaches at our school and sometimes you show up out of nowhere and they would post it on there. Or like if something was happening on campus, they'd post it on there. So, someone had posted... I don't know if it was either an app, actually. Now, now that I think about it. Or Twitter. But someone had posted that Jimmy Fallon was, like, at... Um, it's called Hole in the Wall. It was, like, a kind of like a bar kind of thing. um, On Guadalupe Street. Or they call it Guad or whatever. Or the drag. And I lived, what, uh, two blocks down? Or a block down from it? I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go. But my friend was taking an exam that day. And I'm like, oh shit, like... Um, I guess I'm going to have to go by myself. I think it was like 9 o'clock at night or something. It was kind of late. And I remember I was like, you know, like, fuck it. I'm going to go. So I go and I'm like waiting. I look, I felt so dumb just waiting out there for like, you know, I'm like someone that's, you know, I don't know. I don't want to be like gropey kind of thing. But I was like, you know, they're like trying to see him. And we're like, is he in there? And the cop was like in, on the, his motorcycle. And he's like, like ignoring us completely and not like saying anything and we're like oh my god and I like asked this girl I'm like is he in there and like she was kind of like I don't know and I'm like you know what like if he's in there a lot of the times I, I thought to myself celebrities sometimes like they're not gonna go through the front door because they know like people that know that they're in there they're in there you know like they're gonna be waiting outside in the front so I was like maybe I should go through the back and I go to the back and there's only two girls there and me and I was like Okay, like, I feel like he's back here because I saw, like, a black Suburban, you know, and I feel like, um, those are the type of, like, you know, obviously those are the cars that they ride in because it like, tin- tinted windows and whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to, like, read through my conversations. I think it's because I know that it's capturing every fucking breath that I'm, like, giving out right now, and anyways... Okay, and so my friend finished her exam. I know she ran all the way over there and finally she got there. and We're just waiting and then we see that the car starts pulling out, but we can't really see in there. I'm going to do it. We should like run after it. So we're running after the car through the drag like that street and we run for a while because I'm fucking tired, but I also am very out of shape. So like, I don't know if it was that long, <laughs> but um, we run and then. We kind of stop. And uh, we stop because the car just stops too. And then it does a U-turn, like, quick. Pulls up on the sidewalk. We look straight ahead on the sidewalk that we weren't even paying attention to. And there was a whole crew set up. And he jumped out of the car. And, like, he, it's him right in front of us. And we run across the street. And we have all of this on video. And... It's him, like, Jimmy Fallon in the Flesh, you know, and his production, like, the crew and everything, and they are about to, like, um, record, like, a little skit kind of thing, and we watched the whole thing. It was amazing and cool, and, you know, after that, like, it was like, they did it, and one quick, like, you know, second, like, they were done, everybody packed up and left. Oops, sorry, I hit the mic. Um... And when they packed up and left, I looked down at my feet and there was a, like a badge. Like a, kind of like a badge, an employee badge kind of thing. And I look at it and it's like, it's like freaking like four or five, like little um, tags kind of thing. And it's like a girl's picture. I can't remember her name. I don't even think I took a picture of that, but I took a picture of the badge. I remember. Um, And it was like the Tonight Show. It said... Um SNL live like all this stuff and then it's at like uh Rockefeller Center like it was basically a badge to get into like the Rockefeller Center with the employees like Patreon and stuff and I'm not gonna lie it sounds so bad like not anything about it but at first I was like you know I don't really have a ticket to go to the show I guess I'll just keep this <laughs> as a souvenir and so like I took it with me because everyone had left you know there was no one I could turn it into so I just kept it and I was like might put it up on my like bulletin board and like that's called it a day and so I remember the next day something told me like you know when I was heading to class like to take it with me and I did I put it in my backpack and on my way to class I remember I'm like you know what I'm gonna stop by the student center because I knew there was stat like people working for NBC Universal um or Jimmy Fallon or whatever were giving away like the tickets to the people who had won them. Not giving them away, but like handing them out and when they would show up. And like, so I went and I was like, hey, like I found this yesterday, you know, on the floor and I took it with me, wanted to turn it in. And they were like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And like, that's it. And I was like, okay, let me leave. <laughs> and so I left. Very sad, cause I was like, well, I lost like my only souvenir, you know. I had, even though it's not a souvenir. Um, I'm, you know, and I was sad, you know, because I was like, okay, like in two days, like that show's gonna happen, and I'm not gonna be there. You know, it's like a big thing that's gonna happen at my school, and I'm not gonna be a part of it. Um, so I go to class, and I remember <laughs> in class I wasn't even paying attention. It was like my marketing or management class or something like that and I have my journal I need to find it but on it I was like I'm gonna go to the Jimmy Fallon show I'm gonna go to the Jimmy Fallon show I kept writing that over and over and over again I think like the whole page said that on it and then after class I was like it was in my head I'm like I was thinking about it during class I was like you know the worst thing um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go back and ask them <laughs> if they had a, have an extra ticket by chance because I did turn it in and I feel like, you know, at least I should get a reward. You know, I didn't care where the seat was. I just wanted to be there. And even though it was a, like, that's another risk, you know, that I took was, I was risking like getting like a, you know, risking asking, you know, embarrassing myself. Well, at least I don't think it's embarrassing now, but like at the time I was like asking like for tickets kind of like, Begging, you know, and I didn't want to do that. And so I go back and I'm like, okay, let me do this. And I go and I'm like, hi, like, I wanted to see if by chance, like, y'all had an extra ticket and blah, blah. And she, and she was like, oh, we were hoping you'd come back. Like, we actually do have a ticket. And like, she gave me a ticket, a wristband. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, I'm getting a ticket to the NBC. Like, universe wait why did i just say that i don't have to say that i'm in mean, the jimmy <laughs> the tonight show and then i'm like like i'm so happy but then i kept thinking about my friend who had gone like running with me the first time where i found it anyways and i'm like oh, i would love to take her you know so i asked for it by chance there's another ticket she's like no like we just have this one i'm sorry and i'm just thankful you know obviously i'm still sad for my friend that she didn't get one but later on like she had gotten in the i guess like the i forgot what the line is where you like um wait to see if like there's extra tickets during the like before the show started she was in that line and she ended up getting a ticket a little bit in the back but i'll explain why later but so when i went in line to get to the show um i got there really early um i remember i was talking to a few of like the people that work for, like, NBC Universal, and I had asked them, like, how they got their job and stuff like that. And they told me they applied for, like, this program. And, you know, I started thinking, like, wait, you know, I don't know. Just thinking, like, that's so cool that they have this job, you know. And I go to the show, and I'm looking at my ticket. And I'm like, wait a second. No. I'm like, am I in the front? So I get... They show me my seat. I'm literally... It said second row. But I guess they took took out the second row to put, like, equipment. Like, the camera stuff. And the second row was the first row. And my seat was literally the seat... Not smack in the middle. But right on the side where Jimmy Fallon sat, like, on his desk. And I was just like, what the hell? Like, this is insane. Like, I got so lucky. And, um... Um, I was sitting next to these, like, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, they were like, you know, pretty white girls that like somehow they didn't, you know, they didn't win those tickets. Like they got those tickets. And I knew that because when I had sat there, I had asked them, I was like, Hey, how did you get your tickets or whatever? And they were like, or I don't even remember like how they told me, but they ended up saying like, they were all friends. Like literally the whole group next to me were friends and I, was, I like divided them up And I remember they asked me, like, if I could switch them seats or something like that. And honestly, was like, no, like, I won this ticket. I don't want to move. And I feel bad, but whatever. I, like, stayed there. But I remember they were like, yeah, like, my mom works for, like, or knows somebody that works for them or something. And sometimes, I guess that's when I was, like, realized, like, uh, things (laughs) aren't fair anywhere. Like, if you know someone, you know someone. And, like, you get lucky. Like, you're going to get to go, you know, be part of things like that. But anyways throughout like that whole like trying to wrap up the story it was one of the best experiences in my whole life and I think that kind of changed like that kind of like led me to where I'm at because like I was able to see like I was able to see a little bit of like the behind the scenes and how you know the entertainment industry works and like how like productions aren't like running around like doing like you know setting up for the show and like you know the showrunners and all that stuff um wait I don't even know if that's the right word I'm telling you I'm barely like getting into this so <laughs> just like basically seeing like people just running like a show you know and being I feel like I was honestly a part of it even though like I was sitting there watching it was nice to see the other side and I think that's when I was like you know what I think I want to do this you know I do regret not asking you know I think I saw like th- this guy looked like he was like a big shot guy that worked there and he seemed really nice and I don't know why I didn't ask but it's okay um but I, I wanted to like kind of like get into it and I think I, uh, well it was 2019 2010, twenty I didn't really do anything Oh no that's when I did apply but I feel like that's the reason why I was like you know what I should look into like seeing if it's possible to even like work for a company like that or something and that's when I looked into like the the UTA New York program and the UTLA program and that's why I thought well LA even though Jimmy Fallon's like in New York part of me was like I feel like more of the industry was in LA I feel like that's why I chose it and um so yeah and pretty much like know greatest experience of my life I think about that all the time and I have oh after this show me and my friend went to the back and we were waiting for him and we ended up seeing um Anthony McConaughey and his wife and he took a picture with us a group picture um and then I saw um who did I see um oh yeah Jimmy Fallon and I was so prepared I had like a newspaper that I um the news the school newspaper had printed with him on it to like the hook 'em sign. And I had it with me with a like a permanent marker and I, I was like waiting, you know, for him to come out. And he did. And I just like looked at him straight in the eyes. I didn't even say anything. And I was just like, you know, like looking at him like please just sign this. And, you know, like he couldn't ignore me. And he grabbed it and he um he was like like he signed it real quick and then everyone's like can you sign this and that and like he did and i don't know did we get a picture with them i can't remember I, oh another thing is i did get a picture with them and it's like on tv um what's it called because like i was in the front row and he ended up coming into the audience and like he took a selfie with it was matthew mcconaughey him like a group of students and i was in there and like the whole crowd Um, so I do have that. And then another, uh, part of it was, like, at the end of the show, um, you know how he has, like, the band, like, the roots on Questlove was, like, taking, like, I guess, like, the drums have, like, this thing on top, um, that you can take off, like, where they hit it or whatever. He took it off, and I guess it's, like, you can replace it. Well, he, like, drew himself. He didn't really sign it, but he drew, like, a picture, and he, like, threw it at the, uh, like, crowd that was still there. (laughs) And there was a girl that was about to catch it but it ended up coming my way and um yeah I ended up catching that so it's in my room in San Antonio I need to go grab that but um yeah so there's a little story that I can end this off with of why you should go with your gut and do what you want to get to where you want to be um I guess to end this off cause I don't really like talking about myself a lot I do like sharing experiences but I don't like, seeming like, you know, I love my life. Like, like I don't want to seem like a narcissist. I do love my life. But getting back to, like, advice kind of thing. Um, I think if, like I said earlier, if you want to do something that you have doubt in yourself or you feel like others doubt in you, throw that shit out the door and think, remind yourself how you only live once. And how everybody else's life. Like. Yes like. Everybody. Like what everyone's doing. Sure like. It's cool and all. But like this is your own life. And. You're gonna be the only one. At the end of the day. Who's. You know. Um. I don't know like. You're gonna be living your own life. Like. How do I say this? Like. Hmm. Um, when you grow up. <laughs> already growing up when you grow old and you look back at your life i don't want to say you're gonna be the one on your deathbed like alone but you're gonna be the one looking back at me like damn why the fuck did i like, like hop on that plane and just move and i think that's something that like i'm so thankful for is like you know you look at these like movies or you read these books and like you know there's characters in there that like even people in real life that are successful and they didn't you know start off with it all like they didn't have anything you know I think you know the best like the people that are most successful are the ones that just do things because like they really want to do it on their own and like they don't want to give a shit about what people think and they believe in themselves and you know having that grit and that like I think the most important thing another thing I kind of want to wrap this up quick but One of the most important things that I learned is like, yes, motivation is important, but it's not something that's going to get you to, you know, do what you need to do on a daily basis because you're not going to wake up with motivation every day. And I think the most important things to me is patience. You have to have patience in whatever you do because it's going to take time to get there, whether it's, like I said, growing your career you gotta wait those years to get up to grow, like climb up that ladder wait those months or work hard you know it's not gonna come overnight and or when it comes to like working out too uh, which I'm getting barely getting back into again you you just gotta like not only be patient but having that determination will help you but um, it's mainly I always forget the word. I know it's with the D. hold on. Discipline. You have to have discipline. Like wake up and you know don't no, just like be like, oh like I'm just want to sleep today. You know, and expect like tomorrow to have a six pack. No, like like that's one thing I tell myself. Like I'm like I I see like these like girls and I'm like, what the fuck? Like they have so ni- like nice bodies and like I want to share this. Okay. Actually, I have one more story because it's so funny and I have to share this. But um, for example, okay, last week on Saturday, my um, apartment had a, it had a, like a pool party and there was like a DJ and all this stuff, right? I wasn't going to go because I'm, I don't know, like I needed this place. Not even that, like I'm just not secure about my body right now. I'm not ready for like jumping in a pool with random people that have abs and stuff. So I ended up, my sister was in town with her friend and I ended up, um, we rented out like the movie theater that we have here at the apartment and we watched like this movie and, um, what's it called? Uh, after the movie, I had to go turn in the key. So I go downstairs and nobody was in the lobby and I'm like, wait, what? It's not even five yet. Like I got to turn these in. I don't want to take them with me, you know? Um, so I was like wait where are they and like I'm like Odell oh, they're probably like up at the like pool like event thing and so I go and like upstairs it's kind of like an open like um like the amenities kind of space is kind of all connected so the pool's outside but it's like there's an inside part where they we have like a pool table and like it's, like a study like kind of thing and you know where you just like lounge around and stuff so it's all open Um and I was in there and I go up to this lady and she's a maintenance lady like cleaning lady and i was like hi um i'm looking for the people downstairs i need to turn something into them like do you know where they're at by chance and she's like um you you online you gotta go online and i'm like um wait what do you mean and she's like you have to apply online and i'm like she's looking at me like she doesn't understand what i'm saying I'm like, um, was <laughs> and she's like, "See, sí. like, I asked her if she spoke Spanish, and and then that's when like, um, I ended up like telling her everything again, but in Spanish. And she's like, "Oh, okay, they're uh, outside. Uh, let me show you." And then like, I walk with her like through the pool like place or whatever, and she's all, "Es que pensé que estabas buscando Chamba," and I was like, <laughs> you know, like I started laughing with her, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Basically, she said like. Oh, I thought... It's because I thought you wanted to, like, apply for a job, like... AKA, like, become, like, a maintenance lady. <laughs> and that's fine. I don't, like... I don't... I don't take offense to that. But, I mean, I was, like, wearing baggy sweats and, like, my dirty-ass white tennis shoes. And my big-ass, like, hair clip. Like, I looked like I was there to, you know, clean. <laughs> um, But it was funny because I remember walking and, like... Dude, I felt like I was, like, in a freaking comedy movie. Like... It was so embarrassing—not embarrassing, but it was just so funny, like ironic, because I walked through, and like these like hot ass guys are passing next to me with like like their like flat bellies out. Like, did I just say flat bellies? I meant their abs and stuff like that. And like these hot girls, and like you know, everyone was all good looking and like having like the time of their lives. Like it was like you know those inflatable like balls like being thrown in the air and like a big DJ and. You know, I was like standing there in the middle, kind of like looking for like the lady to turn the key, and already and like freaking run out the door because like it was so hot. Everyone was in bikinis and like swimsuits, and I was like literally in sweats and a baggy t-shirt. And, and I don't know, it was so funny to me though. Ended up turning it in, like I just laughed about it. But um, uh, I forgot why I shared that. But um, my mom's calling me. I think that's time for me to go. Um. But anyways, this was fun, and I'm glad I did this, and I look forward to doing my next episode. Um, I still need to figure out a name for this. I'll probably figure it figure it out by the time it posts this, and I'm gonna design like a little, you know, um, cover for this. I'm excited. I don't know. Um, I think I wasn't worried a little bit at who's gonna hear listen to it, but you know, at the end of the day. Who gives a shit? Like, I literally just said that. I have to take my own advice sometimes. And it's hard for me to do that. Um. But sometimes, like, you know, you have to not care. And, like, I think about, like, these YouTubers and, like, celebrities. They don't give a shit. Even though, like, sometimes some of them do, like, let it affect them. You have to, like, not give a shit. And it's not like I'm going to become, like, anything famous or anything one day. Like, it's just, like, I'm literally just talking. I do this all the time with people. Why can't I just, like, talk about it now? So... Yeah. Um oh, Okay, it says you can record for 30 minutes max. Okay, that makes sense. Um Anyways, well, this was fun. Um we'll talk soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye.